name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God and me. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this day bringing us to this time. Thank you, Lord, for all your work with us through the uh, studying this beautiful uh, book, Lord, and ask you to continue to guide us and direct us and continue to apply what we learn, Lord, that we can really uh, be confident, Lord, and uh, looking for the better hope and looking for the better promise and uh, in, 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 in uh, your son, Lord, in you, Jesus Christ, the hope and the the, the reason for everything. Lord, I ask you to bless the session today and the, be with everyone, Lord. Pray for the brothers and sisters, those who are with us, those who aren't with us, those who have no one to remember them, those who are struggling, Lord, that you support everyone, you bless everyone, Lord. Allow us to walk through this uh, holy week, Lord, with uh, holding your hand, Lord, and following your steps, Lord, and just uh, submitting ourselves under the cross, Lord, and just uh, allowing you to pour your uh, love in our hearts, Lord. Hear our prayer and supplication, prayers of all your saints. Hear us when we say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Do us this day, Lord Jesus. Lead us not temptation, but deliver us. Thine the kingdom, the power, the glory, now and forever to the ages of all ages. Amen. Apparition. Those are the, the angels that come. Inshallah, yeah, angels. Okay, so uh, last passage of, of Hebrews, and, and we're gonna go through it, and then actually, as you 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 asked last time to have like a like a full review of everything, I think the last section is a review of everything. So the way it is already, as you will go through the text, you'll see that it's actually uh, it is it is in a way just summarizing the whole epistle in just few verses. So it would be good to to go through this together. Um, just to remember again, and, and what we went through last, you know, last time, as far as chapter 13, as far as the, actually, as you said, <coughs> excuse me, the, the evidence of the faith, right? Like applying the faith that we've been talking about uh, for, for, for the full uh, epistle, actually the, the, as you said, the brotherly love, the hospita hospitality, how we're dealing with each other, how we're dealing with ourselves, in, in the small, very, very small scale in, in the family, and then uh, talked about several things, talked about those who, uh, the leaders who, who um, gave their life for the faith, and how is that an actual uh, encouragement for them, right? Remember that, that uh, look at the end of their, of their life and, 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 and imitate them. Uh, and then we talked also about the idea uh, thank you. Of 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 the reason we do that is when we keep our eye on the cross and we keep an eye on Him who was crucified, and uh, how we can go out of the camp with Him, right? Go out of our comfort zone, go go out of of, of where we at, and and endure the 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 struggle with Him, knowing that after the struggle there is always there is always the the resurrection right and then at the end he goes we have remember that part he said that we have an altar right and, and he said that those who are still stuck in the altar of the old testament they will never benefit from the altar of christ and as you said that altar is is the cross and, and christ on the cross himself and as a practical way of as a practical way of, of, of living that altar is offering a sacrifice, right? And that's why at the end uh, of the, what we discussed last time, he said that uh, for we have no lasting city, but we seek the city uh, to come in verse 14. Through him, then let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise. So if we identify that altar that we have, then we have to offer on the altar. What are we offering? Offering a sacrifice of praise and offering good work. Uh, do not neglect to do good and to share what you have for such sacrifices are pleasing to God, right? And then with that, continue a couple more things before he gives the final benediction and final conclusion of the, of the epistle itself. So let's read from 17 and, uh, and till the end and then go on with that. Obey your leaders and submit to them for they are keeping watch over your souls. Are you going to see the screen? Sorry. Sure. Thank you. Sorry. There we go. Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls. 
as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. Pray for us, for we are sure that we have a clear conscience, desiring to act honorably in all things. Urge, I urge you the more earnestly to do this in order that I may be restored to you the sooner. Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Then finally, again, I appeal to you, brothers, bear with my word of exhortation, for I have written to you briefly. You should know that our brother Timothy has been released, with whom I shall see you if he comes soon. Greet all your leaders and all the saints. Those who come from Italy send you greetings. Grace be with you or with all of you. The grace of God be with us all. Amen. So with, with this, as you can see, you know, he's, he's, he's concluding. The, 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 the message and the letter. But before that, he continue on with what he started earlier, which is the full chapter of 13, which is what, again, the practicality of the faith, the evidence of the faith, right? So he, we talked about several things and then he continue uh, in, in, in verse 17 with, uh, with something more. As we said, if you remember, again, we talked about few things from the beginning. One of them, which was, um, the the caring for the leaders right so uh if you remember from from chapter 13 from the beginning of that we talked about um several like three points right or four points yes enjoying spiritual spiritual fellowship right and then submitting to spiritual leadership sharing in spiritual worship and experiencing spiritual lordship right so 17 still goes under what submitting to spiritual leadership, right? Before, if you remember from verse seven and nine, he was talking about, about uh, as we said, those who, who remember those who taught you something and now they're not with you anymore. And we said the text itself kind of give the idea that they were uh, martyred for the name of Christ. And then he's like, remember them, right? So with this thing, he, 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 between, between seven and nine and between 17, uh, and later on also in 24, which is uh, greet all your leaders and all the saints. Again, remember, keep, keep an eye on that, right? He is continuously uh, uh, mentioning the leaders, those who, have, those who have taught you something, those who have served you, right? Why is that? Why is that? In the midst of all that text of, of Hebrews and encouragement and giving them the idea that you go back again to Christ and there is nowhere, no other way away from, from Jesus as the Messiah, right? Why he, why he keeps going back again to this, to the idea of the leadership and, the, and, and obeying the leaders and, and, and greet the leaders and the leaders greet you. Why is that? What do you think? Abuna, um, didn't like a lot of the, the Jews, um, they, they, they kind of had that false, um, anticipation of the messiah kind of saving them from like the strong arm of the roman empire okay yes that was one of the things that that christ would come to save them from the from being under the boots of, of the romans as we say yes so how is that relates to that so he's sort of telling them it's not um, uh, like it's not Christ. Like it's it's um, to 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 be like rebellious against your um, I guess governing authorities. Um, and uh, he's talking more here about about spiritual leaders, not about about ah. secular leaders, about just like govern government and, and and governors and so forth. I think he's more. You know, talking about about the the leaders of the church. You know, every everywhere he would go, he would assign and he would ordain, as we would say, leaders like you know bishops, priests, deacons, in order to carry on the mission itself. Right. Okay. 
Yeah, so it's not exactly the, the, the like leaders of like where he specifically talked in a different epistle about actually obey the authorities, those who have who are of authority, he called them authorities at that time, not leaders, right? Obey the authorities of the government and continue. Again, yes, the point that what you're saying that Christ did not come to have a uh, 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 revolution and, uh, and uh, uh, unrest and stuff like that. But here he, you know, he, he continues that again in several in several places. He, he's, he's, he's focusing on the idea of, of the leaders. Yes. Juliana. Yes. Yes. Part of the process of helping us be guided into the right path because they remind us of like the, the basics of the church, like the actual teaching. So we don't get strayed away by like wrong things. It reminds me of like, you know, the song, the, the man that she gets to call the show back. So like, I don't know, that's what makes Right, right. So what Jorina is saying is that that the, the church the the, the the teaches us all the time the idea of the discipleship, right? And the idea of the of the of the spiritual leader that that leads and and disciples. And then we have to have someone, we have to have a a, a spiritual advice and spiritual leader, right? Remember here, what was the problem again? Where did the problem come from to, to the Hebrews? From where? From people who came to them and asked them to do what? Again, the same thing as in Galatians, kind of like similar, right? That still, you know, because of the tribulation, because of this and this and that, just go back again to, to the old way, right? So he's saying here, there is, there is, you know, if you don't have, if you don't really recognize the leaders, then you're very, as you're saying, yes, those who are without leader can, can, can fall very easily, right? So making sure the point again of don't just go on with your own mind. The leaders of the church are very, very important. Those who give advice are very important, right? And actually, it's both. It's 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 on both sides. It's very important for the people and very important for the leaders also. So the leaders are not just leading without standards, right? It's not I'm just not teaching whatever is on my mind. I'm teaching the mind of Christ, right? Teaching the the, the gospel of the truth, as he says it before, right? So it's for both sides very, very important. He's he's putting putting uh, 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 emphasis on the importance of the leaders for the shepherds and for the flock also, right? So see, see what I'm saying? And that's very important for both sides because as I was just reading this, like it's very, very easy to, to, to preach, right? But preaching is not, is not shepherding. As he says later on again, remember Christ, the great shepherd, right? He, he, he gives that idea. So he, he, the idea here, that he's talking about more and more is the idea of again being being under a system number one right it's not like authoritative or or, or dictator dictator kind of leadership but no it's more of the idea of of being able to 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 recognize the right teaching from the wrong teaching right and then hello how are you very good welcome the idea of understanding where we at, right, and what kind of you can discern the wrong teaching from the from the bad teaching, right? And if you are receiving the teaching of Christ Himself, you remember that you need to do what, as He says in verse seventeen, obey your leaders, obey your leaders. It's kind of kind of also, but can be a little bit of a different or or, or not accepted. Uh, mindset. We're in Hebrews chapter 13, the, 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 the end of the chapter. Right? Um, can I give us that mindset? Like, what do you mean obey the leaders? Like, I, I, you know what, I obey God only. Like, the leader is a person, whoever that leader is, if it's a priest or a bishop or a, or a spiritual, you know, why do we have to obey the leader? And to what extent? And, and, and in what areas? In what areas? I think it's like a very open and, and, and wide range of of things i want to hear from you you know like what do you think of that from from as as you said to say in the pharmacy business the other side of the counter like you know you know i'm usually back behind the counter but uh, the other side of the counter is important to understand and to to see what what are your thoughts about that what do you think when it says obey your leaders and submit to them it's like a very broad and vague uh statement what do you think of that under like the umbrella of God at the end. So they obviously 
Okay. So we still have the discernment, and and again, the 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 as you're saying, the whole the whole the whole point of obeying or having leaders is as it says here, let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that would be of no advantage to you. So so the idea of of, of leading or the idea of giving advice is for what reason to give what joy, right? For both, right? For both. We we're just talking with. Uh, with Father Tim from uh, St. Mary's Greek yesterday, we had a meeting here, and we were talking about the idea that whatever we preach, it has to be the resurrected Christ, nothing else, right? And, and so it's not just a matter of, of rules and, and things that you have to obey regardless, no. It's, it's our job as leaders is to bring Christ to the people and to bring people to, to Christ, right? So with that, with that, it actually puts some, some more clarification on that because you know the, the 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 purpose of the spiritual guide is to give spiritual advice, right? So when it comes sometime to any kind of other thing, like okay, Abona, I don't know if I should take this job or not. Like it's not my job to tell you to take this job or not. But I can pray for you, I can pray with you, I can help you to think about it, but it's not my job to tell you no, you should take this, right? That, that's your job, right? You you have the discernment and you have that mindset that you can understand and pray and examine and do your homework as i always say do your homework and see what 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 is it right and based on that you make the decision right so it comes to spiritual to spiritual guidance yes you know we we, we, we entrust our leaders and we all have leaders we all we, every one of us has has a spiritual guide that's saying what okay you need to do this or do that in the spiritual realm right in the spiritual spiritual advice that okay this will actually cause you to see Christ, the resurrected Christ more, right? And definitely have that we always, as, as we were saying, that, that this is all uh, in order to, the whole, the whole theme of Hebrews is to reach that better hope and to, to have the relationship with better, with the better uh, priesthood. And, and as we discussed through, throughout, the whole, throughout the whole message, right? So if things are not aligning with that mindset, then there's something wrong, right? So that, that's, that's kind of like the, the, the importance of that. And I think that's why he's, he's, he's several times here, he's saying or, or mentioning the idea of the leaders, of the spiritual leaders, because he's saying that, that without that, you can be very, very, very uh, vulnerable to any kind of teaching, right? And and and, and and determining also that that spiritual advice is is parallel and coming side by side to the whole spirit of the scripture itself, right? There is nothing nothing you know uh, out of out of line, if I may say that. What else? What do you think about this point? More thoughts about obey your leaders and submit to them. Anybody online wants to share anything? Abuna, what's the difference between obeying and submitting? Okay. Okay. I think it's what do you think? I think it's uh, submit is 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 a step leading to obedience, right? Because I won't obey someone if I if I am not trusting. Submission, submission has more of a trust, right? I won't trust, I won't submit to anybody unless I trust the person, right? So there is, there is that personal relationship that actually I know who I'm talking to. And because of that, I, I'm entrusting that person to give me advice, to give me guidance, right? And that leads to that I obey. But if, I, if there is no trust, right? And those of you who, who, who maybe serve in a, in a way or in Sunday school, or, you know, you, you probably, probably uh, experience that, that in order for, your, for those who you serve to kind of like, okay, get that advice that you want to give them, they have to trust you, first of all, right? If I, do, if I see someone for the first time, and, like, and he doesn't know me, you doesn't, you, I don't know that person, there is, there is still, you know, you need some time to earn the trust, if I may say that, and to get the trust, right? 
based on what based on what he's saying here that it it, it brings with all again the whole idea of this as it says later on in the end of the of the of the epistle to 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 be under the one and only the great shepherd which is christ himself right so we're not doing this for any as 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 saint peter put it in a very very clear way that we're not doing this because of obligation or because of any personal gain or because of anything we are as leaders we are tools in god's hand and we god is entrusting us for that so i think the in submission is is very much related to 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 trust right because i trust someone i submit and because i submit i obey but again that, that definitely has to come with with the discernment for, for whoever the person is because at the end of the day you know we have the holy spirit that gives us that gives us that discernment in order to discern really if this advice is is for my benefit or not right what else so you know, actually i was gonna ask um so you just said that we need also to discern uh if the advice is good or not um like remember that story for i think it's a monk and uh I don't remember the name, like where his father asked him to go and wash the, the basket and then the water kept going out. Like, like it didn't make sense, but he still obeyed. Like for us, if it doesn't make sense, how do we know if it's a good or a bad advice? Good point. What do you think? I want to hear from you more. I think it all depends on the trust. So if I trust the, the person, I would just like do anything he says, even if it doesn't make sense. Mm. But if I don't have trust, I would be like, right. why do I have to Why do I have to, to listen to that? Yeah. Yes, yes. That's a great point. Remember, during that, that, that example that you mentioned, the, the, the person who went to his spiritual father and said, like, I don't understand anything in the scripture, so I'm going to stop. And I said, okay, go take this basket and go fill it with water. And then he walks like four or five kilos to get the water and then come back again. And then the water will be dripped from the basket. And then, okay, well, there's no water. Well, go get it again and back and forth, whatever times. And at the end, he goes like, okay, well, I didn't do anything. He goes, no, look at the basket. The basket was was dirty. The basket was full of, 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 of dust and clay and whatever. Now, just from having the water back and forth, the, the, the basket is, is clean. So the idea that even if we don't understand the scripture, then continue to read in order to cleanse ourselves. And definitely God will, will give us that, that mind at one point of actually understanding what we read. So in this particular case, Doreen, this is, there is, again, this is not the person that, that, that you know, the, the spiritual father is not just like happened to be there. There is a relationship, as you're saying, right? Like there is a relationship between disciple and his spiritual father. As we know from, from the church history, most of the time they are living in a very, very close community together, right? So the, 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 the disciple will be always under the supervision of the spiritual father, of the elder, right? So it's not just like a person that, you know, met on Facebook or something like, okay, well, give me advice. Like, I have no idea who you are. Or I don't know who you are, right? So the idea of the trust, again, the idea of, of how can I tell? Because again, we, 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 we have one common goal between the spiritual father and between, or the confessor and the father of confession, for example. We have a one role and one goal and one very, very uh, uh, clear reason, which is what, that we are both, walking together towards our salvation, towards becoming Christ-like, right? So if anything else that kind of like doesn't agree with that main goal, then it's it like something might be wrong in there, right? So I think it's the more and more you have that relationship, the more and more you can understand again that, that we are, we are uh, helping each other, right? I was reading something about, about uh, pastoral care and said that even if you know as a as a I was gonna say as a pharmacist as a priest uh, talking to someone in one-on-one -on -one, if I don't get out of that meeting with with benefit for myself then then something is wrong with this right so it's not only that I'm giving advice to someone I have to benefit somehow from 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 that whatever that talk is from meeting anybody it has to be with some edification for me too and that's what he's saying here, that let them do this with, let them, the leaders, let them do this with joy, right? So there is joy when, when the leader is speaking with, or giving advice or giving, taking confessions or, or, or there has to be joy for both sides. 
right? Why? Because Christ is in the middle, right? If there is no joy and there's no mutual benefits, I would say that from that meeting, then Christ is not there, right? I'm just giving my own advice. And this is very, very critical, very critical, right? And sometimes, you know, for me, even as, as, as uh, getting advice from my spiritual father, you know, I can tell sometimes if really this is all Christ-centered or not, right? If, you know, again, we're all human beings at the end and we can make mistakes and we can be, you know, just trying to be very smart and very wise and give like, no, wait a minute, right? That's why another thing that we always, uh, we were taught is always pray as you talk, pray as you talk. If I'm talking with you one-on-one, -on -one, I'm praying, I'm in constant prayers because I have no idea what I'm saying, <laughs> you know? Yes. But that's what we're talking about here, Yusuf. This is. Say you're speaking because you're talking, you're correlating with the fact that if you're speaking with just some random person versus if you're speaking with somebody who you have a spiritual relationship with. Well, again, let's define that advice. It has to be spiritual advice, meaning again something for your spiritual edification. Talking about prayer, talking about about reading, talking about uh, exercise, spiritual exercise to get rid of certain things, right? So, and again, this, this is, we have to, as, as leaders also, we have to have to, 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 to understand what, what our limits are, because at the end of the day, I'm not a, 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 a therapist, right? Well, this is what I mean. So I don't mean specifically like the fathers of the church. Yes. But what if there's somebody in the church that I look to? Yes. Look up to whether it's maybe as a Right, could be still as a leader. Yes, yeah. right. To me, maybe not like a leader mm -hmm. in the sense of mm -hmm. general. Yes. How would I know what, advice or how do I get the discernment of what is good advice and what is that's what I'm saying again Yusuf. what is this advice about right it's about about the spiritual benefit I want to I want to understand more for example I want to grow more I want to do whatever more right or I want to just have something to help me in my spiritual life right you again you 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 heard something and you still pray about it you still have to that's what I'm saying we have that mindset to discern and to make make understanding of what that advice is given to us, right? For, I'm, I'm gonna be silly, but if somebody, okay, I'm talking to somebody, say, okay, go do 500 matanias, for example. Like, <laughs> like, like, where is this coming from, right? Is it really benefiting me or not, right? So you have to still kind of kind of do that. Again, if you're, if you're talking with someone you still have your, again, sometimes this is the problem because we have, we can talk to hundred people at the same time. And that, that is a problem. I 100% I, 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 I believe in that. That, you know, be, be very, uh, 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 um, I don't want to say uh, picky, but be, be, be wise in, in, yes, I can talk to people and get people ideas and things, but I need to determine for myself who is my actual spiritual father, right? Taking and listening to 100 people at the same time. You know, I hear people like, okay, Abuna, and I have, I met this uh, whatever on uh, social media and we've been texting and he's giving me advice. Okay, very good, but does he know you, right? I don't know, right? Again, I'm not saying right or wrong, but we have to have that mi the mindset, right? I can listen to several people, but at the end of the day, okay, what if somebody doesn't know you good enough and he gives you an exercise, for example, that is higher than your level, right? And you cannot reach that, right? So you, you take and you hear, but at the end of the day, I think if you have the one person that you're actually knows everything about you and we're talking and we are doing this, that would be the, the, the gauge of that, right? Does it make sense? I think big mistake we do that we are always, you know, especially when it comes to like, like, a, like a close community, like we talk to many people, right? And, and yes, I'm not saying people are wrong. Don't get me wrong. You know, we have beautiful people and willing and able to give advices, but be, be specific and be, be more uh, uh, discerning in, in, in like actually absorbing, right? From, from, from what God wants you to give you through, through, yes, selective is the word I want to say, sorry. Yes, just. Yes, Julia. I wanted to add, Abuna, like Pope Shinda was talking about, like how the spirit of discernment increases within a person, um, highly through like spiritual reading. He's like that is a way where like it trains the mind to think about things in a spiritual way, and it reads things so it remembers them. So it's like more of like a psychology thing as well. 
So, like, it kind of goes back to what you were saying, too, like, about the Bible. So, like, reading the Bible and reading spiritual books, it really, like, enhances the spirit of discernment. So, then you find yourself, like, able to even, like, filter things right. better and faster. Right. Yes. Yes. The reading and the relationship with God, it opens your mind more and more and give more discernment, right? We were talking about this, actually, with the book club that we have on Wednesday here, which is the 30 Steps in Heaven. And we, we started with... So we finished the five first, first five steps. The first step was renunciation. Second step was detachment. Third step was, was exile. Fourth step was, was obedience. So we're talking about obedience. We're talking about having especially obedience in, 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 in that realm that we're talking about here, like obedience to a spiritual father, right? And, and, and I remember it talks about that also the spiritual father or the person who's given advice cannot continue to... to, to uh, not allow the people that we talk to to grow, right? So if I, if I, if I, for example, if I'm dealing with a person and 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 not able to lift them up in order to to grow and to make their own decision in a way with the guidance, then I'm not helping the person, right? There was an actual word that it was used in the book that uh, infantilize. Yes, in what is it? Infantilize, like infantilize. Thank you, Zareen. You read my mind. Infantilize, keeping keeping who you talk to as what, as infants. You're not you're not helping them. So if I always if I always do this to a person, under the 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 the, the umbrella of I'm giving advice, but I'm not allowing the person to grow. I'm not doing any good to the person, right? Because I always, for example, you know, if if if. There is a difference between here is what you need to do and, be, and between, okay, what do you think? I can help you think, as I said earlier, even in the spiritual thing. Like, why do you think? Somebody comes in a way, I'm always angry. Okay, well, try not to be angry. Okay, thank you. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Okay, thank you. Help me out here. Like, how? Okay, right? My job is to try to help you to discover what is the reason behind your anger. Right? So if I just give you certain things to treat the symptoms from outside and not helping you to discover, I'm treating you as an infant, as a little baby. Don't do this, right? Do this, don't do this, do this. Like what? That's not helping me. I need to grow. I need to understand, I need to understand myself more and more, right? So if I'm not able to do that, I'm not helping you with anything. I'm just giving you certain things. Yes. how do you know that um, something that you have to make a decision, like you have to make a decision and you keep like praying for something and you're just like waiting for a sign from God? Yes. So how do you know that it's a sign from God? Yes. That's, that's a big mistake that we do, waiting for a sign. <laughs> and we're not, we're not, for whatever reason, we're not used to, to, to trust and to take the risk. There's always a risk in everything, always risk, right? How, what am I? What do I mean by that? That that what I, again? We're talking about decision that you want to make, right? And you pray about it, and you talk about it, and you ask, and you get several uh, 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 advices from everything else. But at the end of the day, you know, it's my decision, right? And whatever decision I make, I have to know very, very well that God is has my back, right? Because whatever decision we make, that doesn't mean that this is the hundred percent trouble-free decision right there's always a risk there's always challenges in everything right whether if it's a relationship or a work or a, a place to go or a spiritual style for service or whatever that is there's always a risk right but that's what we always say that i i probably said this before that i have to be in god's will in order to understand his will meaning what what does it mean in god's will that i am that the whole life is is connecting me to god right you know, I am, I am, I'm, I made the decision to commit to him. I made the decision to, 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 to give him my life. And I'm working towards that. I'm vigilant about it. I'm intentional about it. I'm watching myself and I'm asking his, his, his presence in everything that I do. So when it comes the moment to actually take a decision, especially if it's really a very, very important decision, I already know that, you know what, things, number one, I pray about it, right? I, I take advice. Sometimes you see things are opening, things are not opening. So that's, that, you know, that is, a way, a sign in a way that, okay, you know what, this particular thing, okay, well, I feel like things are going okay. 
Sometimes even things are going okay, but at the end of the day, it just shuts down again, right? And that's what makes things crazy. Like, you know what, Abuna, why did I do this? Like, and just talk to a person today. Like, don't ask why, right? Don't ask why. Why? Because, because why gets more and more frustration. But going through and going to, through the doors that are open till it shuts down, and then okay, that, that, that apparently that's not gonna get me anywhere. So let me try something else, right? But I'm doing all those things with, again, being in his will, being in Christ, right? So I am I'm, um, I'm ready to accept whatever will happen, right? Why? Because it's not myself anymore, right? So if things hurt as I'm going through the doors, then it hurts. It's fine, right? Why? I trust in him, right? Our, our, our mindset usually is like we, when we want to make a mis we want to make a decision and we want to make sure that this is trouble-free, right? We're not ready to go through the trouble or to go through the, the challenges. And when we do this, like, well, why is God allowing me to go through this? Well, this is process. As we said, and he, we, he, hopefully we need to finish this today. So, <laughs> so the, the idea of, of uh, accepting the chastising, accepting the, 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 the teaching, as we said, chastising is, is mainly meaning training. It's a training process. God is training us through the life circumstances that we are going through in order at the end again that we reach becoming Christ-like. This is the end goal of anything, right? So sometimes, a lot of times, actually, we, with the idea of like, I'm waiting for, 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 for a sign to show me if this is what I, it's not practical. And I don't think that's what God wants from us, right? God wants us to make our own decision based on being in his presence all the time, right? Being based on having the Holy Spirit working in us and guiding us, based on trusting that, okay, no matter what happens, you know, I still know that you are, you are with me all the time. Does it make sense or not? We, we, we're, we're brought up this way for, for, you know, I remember the first time a few years ago, we we're talking to a group of, uh, they're probably, yeah, it was maybe 10, 15 years ago or so. And we're talking, must be even more than 15. And, and the idea of, of we're telling the group of, of college kids at that time that, uh, that don't wait for a sign, it's your decision, make a decision. You know, God doesn't care if you go this way or this way. Like, what do you mean? I wasn't Abuna at the time, it was George and myself. Like, what do you mean? Really, they were like, an, like, uh, like uh, really, really, you know, like thinking that we are, we, are, we are blaspheming. Like when I say, or when we say like, you know what? God doesn't micromanage our lives. He doesn't micromanage our lives, right? He, he gives us all the tools and gives us all the things. And at the end of the day, you make the decision. Again, what we need to care for that we are in his will, we are connected to him, right? A lot of times we are not this doing this, but then we come to him because we want to make a decision and we are afraid. So, okay, God, show me the way. Like, it doesn't work this way. You know what I'm saying? It comes from what you said early on, which is Jazeera also again, which is submitting, because part of this is submitting to God, right? Yeah. And submission comes again from trust. So how can God help me? God is helping me that he gave me this, the Holy Spirit, right? So, so the idea again of, of, of submitting to him and knowing that he is, he is, I can trust him, right? This is the problem back again to the main problem, which is I'm, I'm not trusting, right? Why is that? Because again, I, I you know, I, the, the, the fear of the risk, right? The fear of what if, right? What if I made the decision and things didn't work out? That's the point. What if that? What if? What if? So, you know, if I, if, if look at the, the what if with the idea again of, you know, but I know that he's with me, right? And at the end of the day, again, it's my decision, right? If I, again, want to take this job or this job, if I continue with this relationship or not, if I want to, you know, God, yes, give me some things along the way, 100%, right? 
right? But I have to be in tune with him also. That's another thing. Meaning that I cannot be not, 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 not having that, that strong relationship with him. And I'm just, just all the relationship is based on tell me what to do. Well, I'm not in tune already. So even if he's trying to say something, I'm not gonna identify it. You know what I'm saying? We're not in the same wave. So if we're not in the same wave, whatever he's gonna say is not gonna, or sometimes I, I do all those things, but I still, in my mind, I want one thing, right? So even if there are things coming to say, no, don't do it. Well, I, I always, no, but I want this, right? So it's, 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 it goes back again to the matter of trust, of trust, trusting God and staying or being in the same, being in tune with him, right? And at the end of the day, make a decision. Right. Abuna? Yes, Doreen. I think also uh, like how we talk in the book club, uh, being in the mind of renunciation and detachment uh, makes the makes taking mm. decisions easier because it doesn't really matter what the outcome right. will be because I'm not right. attached to this or that. Yes, that's a great point, Doreen. Thank you. So what the, when we reach obedience, as we said, obedience was the fourth step. Before that, there were three other steps that are very, very important, which renunciation, detachment, and exile. So we're saying, why is obedience after those? Renunciation meaning what? I deny something. Detachment, I'm not attached to. So when I, when I'm, when I have that, and those are mindsets before anything else. Detachment means, okay, I'm attached to Christ. So yes, I love my phone, but I'm not attached to my phone, right? I love my car, but I'm not attached to my car, right? Type thing. So when, when, when you grow in that mat, in the manner of being detached from things, it gives you more freedom to take the decision. Right? It gives that more freedom because you know what, if, if yes, I, I know that my, my uh, it becomes an, something to experience, so it becomes practical. So it's not just like words in, 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 in the air without any kind of, of experiencing this. But if I'm really experiencing the idea that, that, you know what, understanding the purpose and understanding what God wants for me and understanding all those things, I, I, I find myself more and more detached from the world and attached to him. Right? So exactly when we get into, into like a big problem or something, always advice to say what, take a step back and look at things from the outside, right? Why? Because you're, you're detaching yourself from the actual problem and looking from a distance about the whole view. And that makes you able to make a decision more and more. So if, 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 you, if you imagine this also with, 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 with the whole meaning of life, right? I'm taking a step back. Right, and I'm detaching myself, knowing that because I'm detaching from the Lord, I'm attached to Him, and then taking the decision based on on that mindset, right? And that again goes back to the idea of being in His will, because being in His will means that I am one with Him. So I am gradually starting to have that mindset. Okay, that's not everything. You know, the one thing that I think is going to make my whole life meaningful. It's not that actually, right? It's not that, there's much more than that, right? And that goes on exactly with the, with the theme of Hebrews itself, which is the better hope. We've been talking about this for the whole year, right? Better hope, why? Because yes, we can hope in this and this and this and this and that, but at the end of the day, we need to realize the better hope, right? And unless we, we experience that, it all becomes very, 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 again, not practical, right? It's good. like, it's very easy to say, but, but the only way to understand that is to actually experience that. And, and have that mindset and acquire that mindset. And I struggle to have that mindset, right? In order to, to get to that point. Yes. Yes. Yes, definitely. So it's not like. No, being in his will, being, being again, trusting him and submitting to him and allowing and accepting the process, right? As again, as the potter and the clay, right? That's what he said. Can the clay tell, tell ask the, 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 the potter, why did you make me like this? No, why? Because he is the potter, right? And we are the clay. He can, you know, if you remember the, the, the retreat of Abuna Musa about the potter, and he goes like the, the, the process of the, of, the, of the vessel making is, is harsh, right? You cut the clay first, and then you, 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 you beat the clay, and then you leave it in the, in the sun, and then you put it in the oven, and then you spray it with water, and then you step on it. The actual process of making a, a vessel out of a clay is very, very hard, right? But at the end of the day, it becomes what? 
It's a vessel. And the value of the vessel is the treasure, as St. Paul says, right? The vessel from the outside doesn't matter. The value of the vessel is the treasure that's inside the vessel, which is the Holy Spirit that's in us, Christ that's in us. Right? So with that mindset also, that gives us another, uh, another idea that, okay, how to, 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 to manage and how to kind of go through our, our daily lives and our, our uh, decision-making and our process because we, we, we start to look at the whole life from a different view, right? From a different lens. And that's the purpose of that. Otherwise, it becomes very, very, very challenging and very exhausting and very disappointing, right? How many times we make decisions and it's like wrong decisions or we wished for something. As I was talking to the, to the high schoolers in the retreat, the promise, if it's a bad promise, the dream becomes a nightmare, right? Have you thought of this before? Yeah. There is always a relationship between the dream and the, process, and the promise, right? If I promise, as I was telling the, 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 the kids uh, last Saturday, if I promise you I'm gonna take you out to, uh, to a steakhouse, you know, you start to dream about it, right? Okay, I'm not gonna do this now or, or next maybe. But, uh, but if, if, if the promise becomes, or I realize that the promise is a bad promise, the dream becomes what? Nightmare. And we get stuck in the nightmare all our lives. So, so something to, 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 to think about and to pray about, how to get that, that, uh, that uh, trust to, to uh, obey and uh, submit. I'm just laughing because those are the two words that I got stuck at for the whole thing in verse 17, obey your leaders and submit to them. Why? Again, for the keeping watch over your soul. So this is, this is the purpose again. You're keeping watch over your soul, right? If, if, and if for, for any reason, God forbid, you know, that, that leader has a different agenda, you'll, you'll be able to realize that, that you're not keeping watch over the soul, right? And keeping watch over the soul is, is, is a continuous thing. It's not just, you know, it's, it's, it's an effort. It's an effort, right? There's lots of prayer, lots of thoughts, lots of connect, connections, lots of communication for the leaders to keep watch over. Pray for us, number 18. Pray for us, for we are sure that we have a clear conscience. So here he is actually, if you look at this passage again and, and the relationship between the people and the leaders, he asked them to do three things. Remember them, as we said in verse seven and nine, obey them in verse 17 and pray for them, right? Because that's very, very important thing again. Why? Because we, we as leaders, we need that help and we that, that support, right? That, that we, can, we can continue to, to, to do that in a clear conscience, desiring act to act honorably in all things. He goes on with, with the end of this, which is the benediction again. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead, our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good that you may do his will working in us. That which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. What is he talking about here? Like how many things he's putting all, I think he's like pushing and cramming everything into just three verses or two verses, right? Why is that? What is he talking about here? Like if you, if you, if you kind of parse it step by step. Now may the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus. So number one, he's talking about what? Resurrection, right? So again, this is the end. This is like the, 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 the top and the conclusion, right, of everything. Yes, that's it, that's it, thank you, yes. <laughs> Number one, the resurrection. Number two, he goes what? The great shepherd of the sheep. Remember before that he was talking about the great high priest. Is the relationship between a high priest and a shepherd? 100%, 100%, right, right? The, the hmm? yes, yes. Yes, the, 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 the archpriest and the shepherd, right? right. There's, if you can look at this, you see that we actually, this is the practical application of the great high priest, right? Because the priest is what is shepherding, right? Remember when, when the Lord appeared to Peter at the end, what did he ask him after resurrection? When he asked him, do you love me? He asked him what? Shepherd my flock, shepherd my flock, shepherd my flock, right? So, and shepherd, the actual meaning is what? Feed my flock provide them, give them food, give them food. And that goes back again to the, to the, to your question, Yusuf, was how can I know that advice? 
is that advice actually giving me food or not, right? Allowing me to grow or not? Because that's our job is to give food, give him to the people, right? And the job of every leader that's in, in a leadership position in the church to, to continue to give food, feed my people, feed my flock, feed my flock. So that he's, he's, he's bringing Christ as the great shepherd, right? And then he moves on to what else after the great shepherd? The, 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 new, the, the, the better covenant, remember? The better promise and the better covenant. That, that covenant is based on what? On his blood. So he's talking here again, again, the, the, that's why, again, those two verses are actually the summary of the whole, of the whole epistle, right? That he is the only one. He is better than the angels, better than the Torah, better than the teaching, better than everything. He is the one. Because again, if you remember the whole idea that people were telling them, or they were trying because of the pressure that they were under, that we can still reach God away from Jesus, the Messiah. Remember that? Yesterday, last, last time we said the, the, uh, Jesus is the Messiah yesterday, today, and forever. So that whole emphasis is on Christ or Jesus as Christ, the anointed, the one who is coming to do this and this and that, right? So he's, he's actually summarizing this whole thing here. And I think this is the one thing if you want to take out of the, of the whole epistle to be very, very practical is this thing, right? He is the God of peace, right? He is the power of the resurrection. He is the great shepherd. His blood is the basic of the new covenant. And that's what we cry every time in the liturgy, right? That the, 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 the blood of the new covenant, right? Based on that, that's how we are being purified. That's how we are being connected with him, one with him, right? Through, through the work of, of the body and the blood. And look at the next verse, which is very, very important, actually, verse 21. All those things will lead to what? Equip you with everything good, right? Back again to the idea, like, how can I function? How can I do that? No, I'm not equipped. It's not helping me, right? Complete, yes, yes, yeah. Complete or equipped. Right? The, the complete is, is equip is, is um, the actual word, actually, uh, thank you for reminding me, uh, Myrna. The actual word actually is more than, I think it's the same word that we used in, in Galatians 6, those who are studying Galatians with us. The actual word means the, the, the uh, katartizo, which is, which is to bend. As you remember, Doreen, you were with us in, in, in Galatians. The making a bone complete, a broken bone making it complete, right? And the same word is used also for, for let me read this to you. The, 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 it is, it is, for the doctors, it is to set a broken bone. For a fisherman is to mend a broken net. For a sailor is to mean to outfit a ship for a voyage. To a soldier, it means to equip an army for battle. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And this is all what we struggle with, right? I cannot do this. I am alone. I feel like I'm down. I feel that I am attacked. I feel I, I am not able to do anything. I tried several times. I, okay, just look at this word. And this word is coming out of what again? The great shepherd, the blood, and the resurrection. Okay. So what's more stronger than that? Again, it's very easy to say. This is very, very easy to say, but it's hard to do. Right? Okay, well, try it. Try it. The only way that we, we experience this is we are willing to try something and we are asking for that. And we are we also have the patience, the patient, being patient about it, right? Because at the end of the day, again, look at that, that word is, is, is very, very beautiful, you know? And the way it is actually in the, in, the, in, the, in the meaning of it, it's again, if you are broken, he is the one who will. If you are... A, a, a net that is not functioning, he will mend you, restore you together, right? If you're a sailor that cannot carry on on a voyage, cannot move, he's the one who will do what? Outfit a ship for that. If you are a soldier that's not able to equip for a battle, he will the one, he'll be the one to do that. This is all in that one word. That's why here, and it came after again, the resurrection, after the, the blood of the new covenant and after the great shepherd, right? 
I will. I mean, I will in the in the WhatsApp group. Yes, the meaning of those of the of the words. Yes, because it's very 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 practical. And again, you know, between those four analogies, I think this is all our struggle is. Right? We can we don't know how to fight. We don't know how to sail. We don't know how to function, and we are always broken. Right? Always broken. Who who isn't broken every day? But what do we do with our brokenness, right? What do we do? What do we do with our our bones that are really fragile? Right? Either we take a, a corner and cry, or we just submit again. Instead of submitting to him, we submit to our own weaknesses. And this is what I can do, right? Exactly like the, what we just celebrated a couple of weeks ago. The paralyzed man. Bones are. Not functioning, just okay. I'll submit to this status for 38 years, right? But I don't have anybody to, to help me with anything. Okay. But here is saying no. This again, that's why I'm saying this is this is the, the summary of the whole epistle. Because if we have him as the better hope, if we have him as the better high priest, if we have him as the better covenant, if we have him as the better sanctuary, if we have him as the better promise, if we have him as, all those things that we've been studying for the last 36 sessions, this will definitely equip us. Complete us if we're broken, if we don't know what to do, if we are not able to, to fight. Right? The problem comes again when we are separating ourselves more and more because of our brokenness. Right? So instead of, we said this before, instead of having what, what the wall that divides us, separates us, actually the same wall can be what? Connecting us. Have you, have you thought of this before? If you have, if there's a wall between you and I right now, that wall can be what? Separating us. How can that wall be a reason for us to connect? The jail cell. The jail cell. Yes, exactly. Thank you. Yes. Hmm? Uh, I've probably said this before, but I'll say it one more time. You know, it, it, it's actual. You know, with 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 uh, with the prison ministry that I'm involved with, and one time we had that uh, uh, inmate that uh, he was given his experience as as being in a, in a solitary confinement, right? And he said that, you know, they're basically thrown in that uh, room and, and they're allowed only one hour to get out of that per day, just to kind of like hose them down with the hose so they can shower or whatever, and then throw them in there again. And, and in the beginning, he said, I was going crazy. I was just like banging my head against the wall. I was screaming, I was like crazy. And then the one thing that they did to him, I don't know, I can't remember exactly why, if this is like the rule or what was he allowed. The only thing that he was allowed to get during the time was a Bible. So he, he started to read the Bible. He was, he was Asian, so he wasn't Christian. So he started to read the Bible, right? And, and start to find some kind of hope, even being in, a, in, in, in that condition. And then he started to actually realize that the, the wall that separated him between him and his other, the other inmate they somehow, this guy was, was, was genius somehow. So they start to play chess imaginary along the wall. So he would talk to him through the wall. They can hear each other said, okay, you know what? Imagine that I'm, you know, I'm black and you're white and I'm moving my uh, whatever to whatever position. And they start to do that. Imagine playing chess, imaginary chess. They have no, 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 no pieces, no board, nothing, right? But they start to do that. And they start to connect and start to actually be able to, to look for something to do while they are in, in, in that condition till they were actually out of there. And this is a true, I mean, I, I heard the story myself from, from the inmate himself. But a lot of times if we, if we are, again, God gives us that back again to making decisions, God gives us that, that mindset to, to be creative and to be able to go over the, the, the challenges that we have. So the wall that was separating them became actually what? connecting right so in the same way the wall that separates us from god we can use it as what as connection how by praying the one thing that is really i'm really struggling with and becoming that wall between me and god we'll use this for a prayer so instead of making it as a, 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 something to to push you further make it a reason for you to connect more right but again, because of many things, because of our ego, because of our pride, because of our uh, untrust, we, we take that wall and say, okay, that's it. I'm just gonna sit under the wall and keep complaining about it. I'm not able to take the step. Right? But here he's saying this, how, again, 
May the God of peace who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good, everything good. And again, look at the text, everything good. That means that he's willing to do what? Everything, to give everything, to give everything. Well, again, well, it's not happening. Well, it's his time, number one. <laughs> number two, am I trusting him or not? Number three, am I actually putting the effort into it or not? Because it's not going to give unless you say what? Ask. And that's what he said. Ask and shall be given. Right? Ask for more and more. Yes. Ask for more and more. As you were saying in Nigeria. Yes. Thank you, Doreen. Ask for more and more. Remember the story of Elijah and the, and the widow? When she ran out of, of the oil, what did, he, what did he ask her to do? Go and bring empty vessels. Right? And he said something very important. Do not bring few. Do not bring few. Mean bring more. Whatever, how many ever empty vessels you can bring, bring them. Because as much as empty vessels you bring, as much as they will be filled, right? Again, if she doesn't trust, like you're crazy, there's no oil, there's famine in the whole area, you know, why would I go around and, and, and expose myself to the neighbors and ask them for something and, and I don't want to look bad? There are too many things in that story, right? But the idea of like, Joe, go and ask. Because as much, empty vessels as you bring as much that they will be filled, right? Equip you with every good thing that you may do his will working in us, that which is pleasing in his sight through Jesus, again, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever. And again, as it says, it, it, I appeal to you brothers, bear with my word of exhortation for I have written to you briefly. Again, he's telling them that as their leader, you know, th there is a reason that he is saying what he's saying, right? You should know that our brother Timothy has been released and then he continued with that and then ends it again with the grace, uh, grace be with you again. Grace be with you. I think it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank God for that study. Uh, if we get something out of this, again, if you were asking last time about summary, I think from verses 21 and 21 are the summary of this whole thing. 20 and 21. Yes, yes. 20 and 21 is the summary of the whole thing. Trusting in him, knowing him, uh, being under the power of his resurrection. It's beautiful as we are, we are getting and coming close to that, to that season also with that mindset. The shepherd, the great shepherd by the blood of his eternal covenant. So all what we're celebrating this coming week is for that reason, that we are equipped. We are being perfect. As St. Peter said, that he will perfect you, will perfect you, right? And that's again, that's what Christ himself said, that be perfect as I am perfect. Like how can I be perfect? Because I will perfect you. See, full cycle again. Or you on your own, you cannot do anything. But again, don't be, don't, don't hide behind the wall. Use the wall to, to connect. Use the wall to connect. He will equip you with every good thing that you may do his will working in us. God bless. I uh, really praying. Hmm? Yes, we're done. We got it done. <laughs> Only eight minutes late. <laughs> but uh, We've been studying this since May or June, we said, right? Yes, yes. But thank God for that. I think it's beautiful, beautiful study. Uh, again, we're working on just collecting the whole recordings of the of the full thing and uh, and uh, having having it available for uh, to, to to come back to it at any point. Uh, we'll take a break next Friday. Good Friday, definitely. It's not a break, but a break from the study. Uh, so good Friday next Friday, and then we'll continue the Friday after uh, Easter, God willing, which is the 20 what 29th Nine, I think. Yeah. 29th see again we haven't decided on the next study uh, open to suggestions if you want to text me or tell me uh, i was just thinking again to go kind of have a good good uh, mix of everything that we can go back to the old testament and take something light uh, revelation mm, that will take forever <laughs> <laughs> so let's pray about it and see and again, I'm open to any suggestion beside Revelation. <laughs> but I'm still flexible. <laughs> okay. okay. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you. Praise your name. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful study, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your words that are very, very uh, full of, of, of your breath, Lord, as we pray in the, in, the, in, the, in the church, Lord, that the breath of God, Lord, is your words. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to... Uh, 
to to grow together with this and to open our eyes to the better hope Lord that's in you that you you're the one who can equip us for complete us perfect us Lord in everything Lord we come to you with our uh, broken bones with our uh, struggles with with everything Lord knowing that you're the one who will who will who will fix it and, and make it perfect again Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this time. Pray for my brothers and sisters. Pray for this coming season, Lord, that you really make it a season of uh, revival, refreshment, Lord, of strength, Lord, that we move on the whole year, Lord, with, with what you give us, Lord. Here are prayers, supplications, for prayers of all your saints. Hear us and we pray to you, saints, our Father who art in heaven. The love of God, the Father, grace of the only begotten Son, the Holy Spirit with you. Go in peace, peace with you all. Amen. Have a good night. Uh, blessed Palm Sunday and the season for everyone. Thank you, Abona. Thank you, Abona. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Abona.